You're listening to the Conversations with Kids Peace podcast. Advice, information, and inspiration from experts at the leading provider of mental and behavioral health services for children, adults, and those who love them. Now, here's your host. Hello, and welcome to our podcast series, Conversations with Kids Peace. I'm Bob Martin. We're posting this podcast during our Kids Peace Back to School Week, where we're providing insights and encouragement across all our communication channels to kids and families who are preparing, perhaps reluctantly, for summer to end and the school year to begin. Now, we've talked about this subject in the past, but it occurred to us that we hadn't tapped into the thoughts and opinions of a major player in this effort, teachers. KidsPeace is committed to ex- educational excellence for its clients in our outpatient and residential treatment programs, and we have some of the finest teachers around. And in fact, we have invited one of them, Diane Conti, to join us today. And we tasked her with relaying to our audience her thoughts on things teachers wish parents knew. Diane Conti, welcome. Great to have you with us. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. And now you have been a teacher for 30 years, is that Approximately, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And in four years here at uh, kids Peace. Yes, October will be four years at Kids Peace. So how, how do you like it? I love it. <laughs> I love working It is with really a kids. calling, isn't it? it, it to is. be a teacher. It is. So so we said, Diane, we needed us to give us a whole bunch of tips. And um, y- you've identified some that are specific to certain uh, levels in school. But let's talk about the ones you feel are applicable to, uh, to all the grades. Okay. Uh, well, first and foremost, I would say not to dismiss your child's feelings, Uh, especially day one, week one, kids wake up, they're feeling anxious night before they're having trouble falling asleep. Um, Just let him or her know that it's okay to feel scared. It's okay to feel nervous. That makes such a huge difference. Parents tend to tell their children, don't be scared. It's all, you know, you'll, you'll be fine. Don't be scared. Or and, dismiss it. It's yeah, like, oh, it's just, it's just nerves. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah, right. And they don't realize, they don't mean harm, but they don't realize that that creates more stress. Now the child feels, oh, it's not okay to feel scared. What What's wrong with how I'm feeling? So just acknowledging it's okay, bud, you know, be scared, be nervous. It's going to pass. Your teacher's there for you. Your friends are there, you know, mom or whoever's here. When you get off the bus, it'll be okay. Uh, this is especially true for the younger, right, the younger right. grades and the, that first year of middle school. The transition yes, time to another, yes, another type of learning. Definitely. Uh, the first day, right, a new building, mm-hmm, uh, a new mm-hmm. high school, a new neighborhood perhaps where you don't even know any of the of the kids, right. so that that creates right. some stress. Um, you may also want to remind them that many of their peers feel the same, and they don't think that they think it's just me. <laughs> no one else is feeling this, but you know. And also, um, I would say to parents, just make a little time to talk about it. You know, when they come home in the evening, in the morning, just that little bit of hey, how you feeling? Is it getting easier? Anything you know worrying you? Just inviting them. Sometimes, if we don't ask, they won't tell. So I just also think it's important. Opening. It's important for parents to remember that you know that that breakthrough is not necessarily going to be. Yes, father, you were so wise, and I'm so glad it was. It's more of oh, yeah, it was fine. It's, it's like what are you making a big deal about, dad? And right. it's kind of like very good, <laughs> right? Exactly. Or I'm not scared. You know, yeah. they, they're not going <laughs> to admit to it. About? Right? <laughs> Say okay, well, just in case, you know, so you can kind of play along and just just give them that that reassurance anyway, and and also just reassure them that it, it will get easier. You know, right. in a week or two, this is not a feeling that's going to last forever. Or the butterflies will subside. So even if they're like what you say is a great point, you know, 
um, or playing cool about it. Just, yeah, just, it, just plug your little, your little two cents in. <laughs> I think that will make a huge difference. Excellent. Excellent. What else? Um, the wake up schedule, I think yeah. try to just ease back into that a week or two before makes a big difference. Um, otherwise yeah. they tend to be falling asleep on the desk that first week, you know, summer time, we tend to just, we don't even realize even a couple of hours makes a difference. They're not used to waking up at, at uh, five or 6 AM. So right. if you have that late schedule, um, just, you know, little by little, just scale it back or start setting that practice alarm. And, 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 and that gives you also time to see like what exactly your particular child needs yes, to definitely. get started in the morning. I'm right. thinking some of the kids, you, you, you hear these things, Kids, they have to wake up at five in order to be ready to get on the bus at seven. It's just their nature. Others Correct. are roll out at quarter of seven. They're fine. They're pop on the bus, you right. know, go. Very and true. Some people just wake up, boop, no problem. Uh, some kids need that you know, half hour maybe just to sit and watch a cartoon or just, you just, know, get their eyes you know, awake. <laughs> Depends. Do you shower in the evening? Do you shower in the morning? So, yeah, just time how much you need so you're not rushing. Excellent. Excellent. You also talked about um, the... Uh, the need to um, make sure they're properly fueled. Yes, yes, uh, a good breakfast. And many kids will say, I don't eat breakfast, but teachers find that kids get, I guess everyone knows the term now, hangry, a mix between <laughs> hungry and angry. Uh, so I would say try to encourage even just a small, healthy breakfast. It doesn't have to be Yeah, it doesn't huge. have to be a, a huge spread, right. but just something. Right, or many of our kids I know eat, breakfast at school. So just to get there on time, if you want that school breakfast and then you need to be there by a certain time, um, you know, to, uh, something as small as milk and a granola bar could make right. a big difference right. just to make it through. Some our kids are all on different schedules. So if your class eats lunch at noon, that's a long time from being yeah, up for, at from six in the morning. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Also going prepared with the basics and, you know, it sounds so so simple. Well, you were saying this, you know, you, you sit there and you find that people are sort of saying, well, of course you go with the basics. That's right. not always as easy or simple, is it? No, it isn't. Um, sometimes it's just the, the simple things we overlook. So just to think, oh, okay, day, day one, week one, just make sure that you have a simple backpack, a pencil, a notebook. It, it, I think it helps to ease anxiety for kids. They know, okay, I'm not sure what the teacher's going to ask for. Maybe I'll have to go bind, buy binders, you know, or a pencil case. Maybe I won't, but at least I have just a little something to, to take right. down some notes, uh, write something down. I know some schools now offer summer lists. So mm -hmm. uh, if parents go on websites uh, nowadays, you'll find much more information than... Yeah, back in the day, and yes. I'm kind of dating myself, but I mean, I remember like, you, you know, you walked in sort of like, I have a pencil, and I have a piece of paper, and then they're going to tell me all the things that I did not bring that I need to go get. Correct. You know? But now, like you said, now you can, you can go online, the school districts right. have those lists, the teachers, you can say, I'm, you know, I'm going to be your your child's teacher, and I'm going to need you to have this, mm -hmm. this, this kind of thing. Yes. And, and, um, I agree with what you're saying. I remember that as well. Just that it's, it's opposite sides of the seesaw for us. It was a little anxiety about, Oh, what is the teacher going to ask for? Now it's the flip side, looking at those websites. I just want to also tell parents as resourceful as they are, don't panic and think you need everything on that list 
before your child gets there. I've seen that so many times. You know, someone will say, mom, look, there are 20 things on this list. We've only bought 15. The teacher's going to yell at me. Not so. You'll always have time to get everything. Sometimes it's just a suggested list. So just going with the basics, I think we'll just put. And one of the things, and we were talking before we went on here, um, one of the things I think is very positive is obviously there are some families for which the resources are very tight and yes. some things are not perhaps uh, within reach there. But there are so many programs now where people are trying to help, right? Yes, correct. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. If you can't attain that on your own, absolutely. And sometimes those websites offer that as well. Um, communities. Will yeah, I'm have thinking of those backpack, the backpack events. Days and right, correct. And and if not, I think even just a simple note to the teacher stating, you know, how how can we obtain these items? Or I may need a week or two. This right. is totally okay as well. And of course, if if you if you are fortunate enough to to have resources and you want to share, help your community, absolutely. Those 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 efforts are always looking for folks absolutely. to do, donate. You, you can find that school. wherever in your community. Yes, absolutely. And sometimes the teachers as well. Week one will give out notebooks, pencils. That's great. Yeah. That's so great. No, nothing I think to to worry about. Just okay. just going in prepared a little bit. So you're also. Um, you know, you want him to, uh, well, you were saying before, the the other things you have on your list there yes. for, for the grades. Uh, another basic one, and again, we overlook the, the simple things, not thinking much of them, but they make that huge difference, would be just to share information, important information with your child. Uh, this is your school bus number. This is our stop. If, if it's brand new, you know, would you like to go practice? I know now many elementary schools have practice day mm -hmm. where you can go or even middle school you go to school and practice one day how to get on the bus making sure you're on that right bus etc exactly. but whether you you know sometimes families are still on vacation while that's happening and so then kids get a little bit stressed so rather than stress just share that information and make sure you know i mean there's a lot of stuff coming down the pike in terms of information just make sure the child did you did you catch that this is the this is where you're going to get the school bus and it's school bus number X, mm -hmm. you know, just, just make sure they know that. Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Now you also talked a little bit about, um, things that might be specific to certain levels. Uh, uh yes, I did. Um, especially for the very first day, uh, of kindergarten or for children who deal with separation anxiety or maybe tearful, just offer those extra reassurances. You know, school may still just be a brand new thing. It's a little bit different than preschool where maybe your child is only there for two or three hours. Now it's many of our kindergartens are going full day. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I've seen where children even fall asleep on the bus coming home. So uh, just, just, you know, let them know that it's going to be okay. Mom or dad or someone will be right here where we dropped you off. Right. You know, later today. Um, and it, it occurred to me, uh, we didn't talk about this, but I, I've, I've told this story on the podcast a couple of times, but it's also a point of saying, you know, especially for the little ones, mm -hmm. making sure whatever separation anxiety you as the parent may be feeling yes. is not communicated. <laughs> and I tell the story that my, uh, eldest child, uh, when he was getting ready to go to um, uh, first grade, he's going to ride the bus. And the night before, I was saying, you know, maybe to my wife, maybe we should, you know, take him there, you know, to, and she looked at me like I had two heads and said, you do understand that the most exciting thing to him 
at all is to get on that bus in the morning <laughs> with the people next door, right? You understand that. I'm like, okay, you know, right. slap a smile on, wave, and then deal with it as right. they uh, disappear into the distance yes. kind of thing. Uh, yes, Bob, you, you bring up a very, very important and true point. Um, so true. Parents do definitely deal with, especially kindergarten, oh, my baby. You know, yeah, we deal with that anxiety as well. We worry, oh, what if someone makes fun of him? What if he cries? It, it's it's natural, but not showing that and, and just keeping that calm because kids definitely do feed off of our energy. Uh, I think kids are way more perceptive than adults. So <laughs> it is very important to just kind of keep that in check. You know, um, if they say, I'll miss you, you know, that's fine. You know, I'll miss you too, but yeah. it's okay. But I'm going to see you in a little while. Definitely keep that cool. More often than not, they do want to get on that school bus. And once they pull away, they're fine. Exactly. It's just that, it's just that little, <laughs> you know, uh, getting over that, that little hill, you know, getting them out of the house. Now let's talk about the flip side of that. Your, your child goes into, you know, here we're in Pennsylvania here. You go to like uh, sixth grade, you go into middle school, right? Totally different dynamic, totally right? Totally different dynamic. Absolutely. Uh, I, I don't need you to come to the bus stop with me. I, I'm, you know, I'm old enough. They think that's uncool. I, I know as a parent, I've already just peeked through the window to make right, sure, right. you know, my child's okay. If they're old enough to go alone, you know, there are, there are ways to to get around that. Uh, middle school in and of itself can be very stressful at first, sixth grade especially. So, um, you know, they want to act all tough and cool, but inside they're nervous. Just again, give those same reassurances, give them as much freedom as allowed safely. Right, and right. my my biggest too is the padlock. <laughs> that's that's yes, what I find. Yes, you mentioned that. Yeah, silly little things we overlook and, you know, things will always go wrong and that's okay. They're all fixable. But uh, kids struggle with things like, oh, what if I can't remember my combination? What if my locker doesn't open? So just practicing those things at home or being able to make it to practice day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll ease all that. And then you just remind them, it's okay. If it, if it doesn't work out and you can't open it, just find someone and ask for help. And that's There's an important always point you there. always mentioned, that, that it's really okay to ask for it, really at any of the levels. Absolutely. At any of the levels, at any of the levels, something will go wrong. It's going to always <laughs> be something minor, though, and it's always fixable. Either you'll get to school and then you'll say, oh, no, they mixed up my schedule, or you can't open the locker, or you lost something, or mom didn't put something in your backpack. Um, it's okay. Just you just tell the teacher, go home, explain to mom or dad. It, it's always fixable. There's someone in the office. There's always someone in the hallway. So it's just just for kids to know it's okay to ask for right. help. And when you're in high school, it's okay too. It's not, oh, I look silly because I'm older. It's it's totally okay to ask for help no matter what the, the grade level is. What about high school? Um, high school, the, I would say the biggest for high school, I, and again, ninth grade, I think you're going to find those jitters for maybe the first week mm-hmm. and you're fine. High school buildings tend to be larger than your mm-hmm. elementary or middle school. So kids worry they're going to get lost. A week or two later, mom, I had no idea what I was worried about. It's fine. I know my way now. I'm a pro. So again, it it, it eases quickly. But um, most high school students will be assigned summer readings, sometimes book reports, if they're going into, say, honors classes especially. I would say definitely avoid waiting till the end of the summer. That definitely causes stress and anxiety. In June, you think, oh, I got plenty of time. But look at that list and try to break it up time-wise over the two months, and you'll find that you'll be a lot less stressed. It'll all be ready to go. 
Right. Um, right. And again, something will go wrong. I remember my daughter had a huge project due. She was so diligent about everything. She had the backpack ready. That project was sitting on her desk, ready to go. And she came home in tears because guess where she left the project? And guess what? The teacher wouldn't accept it. She lost a bunch of points. But, you know, it was fine. It all worked out in the end. So even if you think the worst thing happened or I forgot my gym clothes, it's not it's not so bad. It will it will work out. It sounds like a summary of what we're talking about really is, you know, take the time to be prepared. Right. But also recognize, as we all know, that as much preparation as you put into something, something unforeseen will happen and you're not and and to be able to look at it calmly and say in the big picture this is okay and we're going to take from it some lessons and we're going to we're going to be okay and and that just having that that sense around what you're doing has to be something that gives the kids some some uh, comfort and some sort of support as they're dealing with inside their own heads in their own hearts with doing what they're doing now yes and if i can go back to a point you made earlier to tie in with what you just said, Bob, is that, um, again, coming from the parent, you know, just say it's okay if something goes wrong. And then if something does, or if your child does forget something, you know, same thing, not to make that, that big overwhelming deal about it, but just to say, you know, it's all right. Not to play the blame game, just, all right, what can we do differently next time. Right. What can we do tomorrow or next week so that this doesn't happen again and then you feel better that you don't forget this? Maybe we can lay out your homework in a different spot or put it in your backpack the night before. Whatever works for your and family. They, and they get a chance to like sort of control their own destiny. Absolutely. How could we do this differently? Well, what if I put my, that's a good idea. Go ahead and right. do it that way. And nothing's in stone. If it doesn't work out, Come October, try something new. I know many parents loved the night before to just take five or 10 minutes and make a game of it and say, okay, what are we going to pack in your lunchbox tomorrow? What do you want to help me make? Let's make it together. What's for breakfast? Maybe we can lay out the cereal bowl ahead of time. Anything to make the morning less stressful, especially because most households are now um, Double incomes, right? right. Mom and dad are working or grandma and grandpa or, you know, the babysitter's running in while mom's running out, whatever, whatever the case may be. It might just take September to get all of that ironed out. So um, same with coming home in the afternoon, you know, for a parent to say, oh, you forgot to do this or you missed that, you know, no point. Let's instead just sit, talk about it, figure out how you can fix it for, for the next time. Well, I, you know, we always say, you know, the, the, the chaos will subside and, yeah. then it, and then it will become a funny story that they'll tell each other when they're adults. Do you remember those crazy right. days? I, exactly. My, my family <laughs> came from a big family. My family would tell the story of the day we were watching television and the kid from next door was over because we walked together and the kid right. kind of said, hey, you know, your television is smoking. <laughs> and we had to take the television exactly. outside because it was on fire. Exactly. I mean, but it's it's one of those things where you say, the, yes, in the moment, it's it's right. kind of hard. But if you can remember to be right. um, it's not you know, that calm big, and, right. and sort of combat the anxiety, things are going to go much yeah, smoother. Exactly. It's not usually as big of a deal as we think it is in the moment. And if I can add to that as well, we're talking about these back to school tips. But come October, November, now all that big hype is subsided and we just tend to forget ourselves. So that's also a good time to remind yourself, you know, there are things that are still coming up. Maybe my child's still scared and isn't going to say if I don't ask. So, so 
you know, ask those those questions. Keep checking in. Hey, how's everything going? Everything's still okay. Great point. You know, how um, are you, you must have mastered this by now or maybe not this by now. Are you making friends? You know, sometimes they're sitting alone in the cafe and we wouldn't know if we don't ask. So just keeping that communication open, I think is key. And if I could revert back to the little ones sure. again, um, I think a thing that helps a lot is the night before just taking time read their favorite story, just give that little bit of together yeah. time makes a big difference if there's no time in the morning. Just Excellent. those reassurances keep them going as the year goes on. All right. Diane, we ask each of our guests for a life hack. This could be a piece of advice, a favorite saying, maybe a tip on doing something better. So what's your life hack for us today? Uh, well, I love to do a quote of the week in my classroom. I've been doing that since the 80s. Uh, and one of my favorites is from the book Wonder. And it says, don't try too hard to be cool. It always shows and that's uncool. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's good advice for all of us. Yes, for all of us. And I, and I, the kids like that one, it's basically, you know, giving them that reminder that it is okay to be an individual, especially when they're navigating middle school and high school, where it's so important to fit in and and be like our peers. And that's okay. We, mm -hmm. we do want to have those similarities, but at the same time, you know, just be you, do you, and, and that's try be good to, enough. and try to enjoy school. Yes. You know, try to enjoy school. I know not every, not every student does, but, but it may be a little hard right now to, to right. think of that out, but I think that's a great, that's yeah. a great piece of advice for, for everybody involved, the kids right. and the parents. Yes. Diane Conti is a teacher at Kids Peace. Diane, thank you for being with us. And thank you for all you and your fellow teachers do for our kids. Thank you so much for inviting me. And I wish all the kids out there an excellent school year. Very good. Again, you can look for more information from Kids Peace about heading back to school. That's on our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. Let us know what you think about what we're saying. Go to kidspeace.org, click on the Contact Us tab at the top of the page, and select the Request More Info menu item to send us a note. The Conversations with Kids Peace podcast is produced by Robbie Allred. I'm Bob Martin. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to having you join us again for more Conversations with Kids Peace. Take care. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions about our Conversations podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Go to www.kidspeace.org to learn more about the series and share your thoughts.